Welcome to Your Life and Money, where we believe that financial planning is not just about numbers, it's about your life. I'm Brad Smith, joined always by Tim Barodi, and each episode we'll be sharing stories from real people who have used life-centered planning to achieve their goals and dreams. At Advice First, we believe that the key to financial success is aligning your money with your values and your priorities. And we're here to help you do just that. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on the journey to a life-centered plan. All right, Tim, on this episode today, we are going to take a little bit of a different uh, approach. We're just going to kind of share some some stories uh, of, of, of what clients have experienced um, over the years working with us and in that life-centered financial planning kind of perspective. So again, we want to help our clients get the best life they can with the time and the money they've got left. And how do you do that is you've got to have more of a life-centered sort of approach to uh, financial planning. So in the previous episodes, of course, we've talked about uh, the various tools and stuff, fiscal philosophy, return on life index, uh, financial lifelines, and uh, and other tools as well. So today we want to kind of package all that together into a, a, a couple stories so people can kind of relate to it and, and get a better sense of of how this all kind of fits together. So yeah, that's is it really worth all that that uh, <laughs> that work and that effort to go through that? Um, yeah, do, do clients actually see a benefit out of it at the end of the day? And yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of just, again, it, it, having more of that casual story time, if you want to call it that. We, we might have to think up a name for the, the story focus episodes, but uh, yeah, just kind of like you said, tie everything together and share, share some stories and um, and how how clients have actually been impacted by, again, this process and, and what this looks like, um, because it is unique. And I mean, we know it's unique, um, but we're constantly reminded that it's not you. It's not what people think they're going to get when they come to meet us necessarily or when they go to their their existing advisor. Um, it's not what they're getting. And, and, and I was even reminded of that in a meeting uh, this morning um, that kind of mentioned our planning services and they've, they've been investment clients for a number of years. And they're like, oh yeah, like I didn't really think, like that's good to know. I kind of forgot almost, right? right. <laughs> that, hey, we actually do. The planning is actually what, like our specialty is what, <laughs> what how I would look at it. And uh, so kind of having that reminder and how people have taken advantage of that um, over the years as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even just, uh, again, just to kind of blow my own horn for a moment, but, uh, you know, had that a couple of weeks ago where, where people had, after we had gone through the process, they sent us an email just saying how much they very much appreciated the process and how, uh, how, how much clarity it provided for them. And again, something that they weren't really expecting, uh, were pleasantly pleased by it and weren't getting it anywhere else. So that's, okay, that's enough of the pitch for today. But that's kind of the feedback that we get even from people on a general level. What we want to do is kind of dig down a little bit deeper and maybe share some of those stories of how it actually impacted uh, some people's lives. So I'll let you kind of take it away and share the first story and then we'll maybe go back and forth since we didn't have a, a, a perfect plan on how we were doing this today. Yeah, no, and uh, and I mean, that was by design. So uh um, yeah, and, and kind of it's it's kind of two different client stories merged into one um, because there there was a common factor in both stories, and that was tears were shed in our office, <laughs> and, right. 
And and again, I know we've both kind of have had tears shed at different times during meetings for whatever reasons. And um, I know we joke a lot of what we do is sometimes marriage counseling and, and that as well. But um, in, in this scenario, again, we're talking about or I'm talking about two different two different plans I worked on. Again, the, the process was the same, right? We still we, we needed to understand who they were, um, what where they had come from, how they had got to meeting with us and getting to that point of putting the plan together, the again, their views and philosophies. Yeah values so that I could then do the plan. Um, and so again, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, we, we, we also consider ourselves alternative advisors, right? We will, we will tell people the truth, whether it's good or bad. And so that's where on the one end of the spectrum, when we had kind of, we started to go through the process, it was uncovered fairly quickly that this couple was spending considerably more than they probably should have been I would say at this at that point of where they were at they were getting close they were thinking about retirement which is kind of why they were in to to meet with us and um and so they they wanted some more clarity on what kind of their options might be what that would look at look like and so before we even got into those discussions and we were kind of going through these activities and these tools um yeah, it was determined that their their lifestyle spending was considerably higher than it probably should have been, and and so it it was a pretty emotional conversation that we had to have here at the office about just the the reality of the situation, and and part of it was they had never seen it kind of illustrated, right? So. Yeah. Um, one of the tools, that, another tool that we like to use is called Live, Give, O, Grow. And so that's where we kind of take um, a client's uh, budget or, or cash flow. And again, this is kind of their current. And hey, where is that going on a monthly basis or even an annual basis? How much is going to living your lifestyle? How much is giving to savings? So there's your grow. How much is going to taxes or to debt payments um, in the O, and then how much is being given away. And those are kind of your four. We kind of break them down inside those four categories a little right. bit more, but um, but that's how we that's how I was trying to illustrate it for this couple because when I kind of went through the budget and their statements and everything, it was very apparent that the live was a very disproportionate amount of, of that pie <laughs> and was impacting other areas of their life even now. And then at, before we even started looking ahead to, well, what are you on track for? Um, what could you set aside for savings? That sort of thing. So um, so again, it, we, it led to, like I said, a very difficult conversation um, when we kind of reviewed that. Now, the 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 good thing about going through the process and again having those conversations was that it gave us a really strong starting point as to well we know changes have to happen right like that's usually i'm sure you'll attest to this getting buy-in into the plan is sometimes a bit of a challenge for people right and Mm -hmm. so that's again part of the reason why we want to make sure we really understand people is so that when, when we're presenting a plan or again, a recommendation that it's really grounded in the client's views and philosophies and, and what it is they're really trying to achieve. So in, in this situation, there was, again, a, an, 
a rude awakening, I would say, to to where they were at. Um, but there was also a willingness to to make changes, right? Otherwise, I, they probably wouldn't be clients today, <laughs> right? right. Um, there's probably not a lot I could have done for them if they weren't willing to to see the situation for what it was and, and be willing to to make some adjustments as needed. So I was able to take kind of that information away, build out then the financial plan based on, okay, well, what are the future goals that we're, we're aspiring towards and, and what are we trying to achieve and really knock it down into like a couple bite-sized chunks of what they could start working on. And um, so this came back to, again, their views around things to say, okay, well, we don't, we know we want to try to get the mortgage paid off. So, okay, well, that is probably going to be the biggest first step. And so how are we going to tackle that problem first? And, and so we built a strategy that actually changed how their mortgage was structured, where it was held. Like we actually went through a whole refinance process with, with them as part of the recommendation to get that under better control. Um, and then the next step was, okay, well, from our lifestyling, we need to now go through our lifestyle budget and figure out where, where can we trim things or where can we cut back or where's their excess that we are spending that we don't really need to spend. And that was actually the bigger piece of it was there was a lot of things they were paying for that they weren't necessarily using or getting any value out of that were in their mind, kind of easy cuts. Right. So um, so then we could reallocate some of that money into, again, longer term savings, because when I built the plan, it was like 60 percent funded. Wow. Yeah. So, again, not a fun conversation to have for somebody that essentially I'm saying you need to either delay retirement or do a lot in the next couple of years. Um, but again, it was grounded in what we had actually established as, as their situation. And so they understood. And and again, as, as uncomfortable as that conversation can be or that that realization can be, it actually it still provided some comfort because at least they knew where they were at. Right. They there right. wasn't that unreal realistic expectation that, hey, we're, we're on track when we're not type of thing as well. Right. And so, again, we were able to be honest with them and say, this is what it's going to take to get you where they are. The good news and kind of towards now where we're, we've been working with them now for a number of years is that now their goals are in the upper 80s as far as being funded wise, right? We made some adjusted, we started some savings, we cut some spending. Um, yeah, some work target dates and retirement dates were moved around a little bit. Um, but again, now when we meet, it's a much, much happier conversation when we meet every year um, or every review because... Again, now there's been real progress made that we can track and we've seen. Yep. And again, the the plan is now much more aligned to to their goals and objectives. And and so again, by kind of going through this process, it yeah, I mean, there were tears of frustration and and whatnot at the beginning of the process. But now it is it has gone all the way to the other end of the spectrum where when I was last time we met with them and I kind of, hey, this is where we're at. And based on um, all the, the updates for this year, like we've made a 15 percent improvement, like it led to tears of joy on the right. other side. Right. And so 
it's really been one of those stories that like I've got to witness the whole spectrum of, of emotion, but like actual progress being made as well. And it all, again, like was rooted in the approach that we take um, that that made it such a real experience for them and such a meaningful experience for them that now they're so much more confident about their financial future. They know where they're at and they know again, what it's going to take to get them to that finish line. Yeah. So really it's, it's telling them the truth about money, having a really good understanding of what that is that they want to accomplish and what can be achieved. But then from that, empowering them to do that. Right. And right. again, you're using their own values, their own, Hey, you told me this is something that's important to you. So let's make it a priority. Right. right. And, and again, without that ammunition, it's hard to, it's a lot harder to kind of get that buy-in. Right. If, if you're just, if someone just walked in off the street and was like, Hey, I want to retire. And I, it's easy for me to do a projection and say, you need to save this amount. But if I don't know anything about them, like that may be totally out of left field or, or unrealistic. But when you have that, that knowledge and that relationship with the client, it's so much easier to build that or to get that buy-in from them to then actually go ahead and do it when when you're in one of those tough situations. Yeah, and that's why fiscalosophy is so important. So we have, have a really solid understanding of of what people's you know philosophy is, but what their comfort level mm-hmm. within that mm-hmm. as well. That's the other part of it. And so when you can unpack that and then bring that back into the financial planning projections and some of the conversations that you had with them, um, that's where it starts to really solidify uh, and, and empower uh, clients and empower empower investors to make good, wise decisions as they go forward. So, and then exactly. see the progress, and then you get to celebrate. So, excellent. The one I'm going to share uh, actually is is uh, is actually based on business owners. We work with a, a number of business owners, mm-hmm. um, and in this case, it's actually a good a good news story. Um, but those are always the more fun ones, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> But why, why I like business owners is because they focus so much on their business. Like everything kind of gets poured into that business. And in this particular story, both the husband and the wife are uh, in, in the business working on it. And so the, there's so much that has to go into making sure that business is successful. And I understand it because there's a lot of people, there's employees that are relying on them. But a lot of times what we will remind people is that when it comes to business owners, your your business plan needs to be in service to your personal financial plan as well. And a lot there's often, almost always a disconnect between the two. Oh, yeah, always. for sure. Okay? And when we start to bridge that with people, now we can have start to have some pretty significant stories. Like, oh, yeah, like, why did I have this business? It, it was to serve our family, but I found that over the last 30 years of busy- it, building it, I've been serving everybody else. My family so, serves my business. <laughs> right, right. I've been serving my business for the benefit of other people. So we start to kind of unpack that, and that's where, again, the tools really are really helpful because, you can take a look at their philosophy through fiscalosophy and philosophy and their contentment. But I'll, I'll, I'll focus a little bit more on the return on life index in this particular case because it's, a, it's the ROL index that says, okay, you've built so much into this business. What kind of lifestyle do you really want, right? Like, like what does your home do for you? Or what, what does work mean for you now? Um, do you have that sense of achievement? Is health a, con- a concern? What does leisure mean for you if we're talking about a little bit on the retirement or, or backing off a little bit? So a lot of those things really helped 
kind of unpack not only between advisor and client, but between spouses as mm-hmm. well, some things that they had never really talked about in the past. And so unpacking this whole idea of, yeah, my, my business is actually in service to our plan. What kind of life do we desire? What is it that we're trying to work towards? What does all that mean? Especially when it comes to the business in regards to things like succession plan, like how are we going to sell the business or transfer it to the next generation or who that might be? Will will it be a a management firm that comes in and takes it over? Like there's so many Mm -hmm. things that need to be kind of unpacked. And then the other part of that was kind of unpacking the, the financial lifelines so that we can make sure that everything that they want to accomplish is kind of let's say in the calendar, shall we say, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and fund it as well. So again, reversing that conversation towards um, uh, not serving the business, but the business serving us. And when it was all kind of put together in this particular case, um, it, the real benefit is that it, it provided great vision for this couple this, as to what, they, what are the possibilities in the future. Um, and what they realize is that they don't have to necessarily serve the business anymore. The business can actually serve them. And when we got to the financial plan, we could see that they actually had done some pretty good um, saving and, and wise decisions over the years. And that it got to the point, and this is the part that kind of celebrated, was that they didn't actually need to sell the business in order to fund their lifestyle. Mm. Uh, and which that what that conversation then did is just opened up the all sorts of possibilities of, well, what could we do with this business? And I'll circle back a little bit to that fiscalosophy because part of fiscalosophy is talking about people's level of generosity and their comfort with that. Mm-hmm. And I, you could, we could tell by going through the conversations that these were very generous people. So now when we're full circle back to the business, you guys have made good decisions. We've, we've got financial lifelines. We know what kind of lifestyle you're looking for using these tools. Now what do we do with the business? And now the conversations could turn into, well, we could actually use the business much more for being generous. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we can transfer to another generation. We could literally shut it down if we wanted to and walk away and just sell the equipment if you really wanted to. I'm not right. saying that's what they're going to do. But that's the beauty of having this process is to it, it, it unpacks these possibilities as we said before, it really starts to empower people as to the possibilities of, I always thought I was serving the business, just grind it out, keep that business going and growing too. Well, actually the, the conversation's completely different now and then there's how can that business serve us and how can we use that to be generous in our lifestyle going forward? Much different conversation. Um, For sure. It's getting there. Yeah, and and again, that, that idea again coming from the accounting world before before we worked together again it was all about the business the business the business and very few people that i ever talked to or met with had thought about their personal plan right or or how because again the fo- and i get it the focus is their business and growing the business but again growing it for what right, right. like why are you putting your blood, sweat, and tears into this business, like there's got to be an end goal or something in mind. Um, And again, you want to make sure that that is aligned to whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Because like you said, the business needs to be in service to to your personal life or your personal plan. And 
and again we we say that a lot to people and it's it's usually like a very eye open it shouldn't be an eye opening <laughs> comment but i feel like it always is a very eye opening yeah. comment because again business owners are a unique breed and their business is their life but it's not right like or it, it it shouldn't be i guess maybe for most people yeah yeah absolutely um so yeah i think i think the biggest thing um that really comes out of, of again, some of the stories that we share. And, and I know we could both stand here all day and, and share different client stories, and we'll probably have um, some more episodes in the future. But I think the biggest thing is it's that clarity, right? That clarity and confidence and, and going through the process, it just allows you to make those decisions, make wise decisions, um, and you know why you're making those decisions, right? It's it's all about that why, right? We talked about that in our very first episode, why we do what we do. Um, everybody needs to understand why they're doing what they're doing. And when you can when you can put that into a plan and you can put that into action, I think that's where you see the, these real meaningful changes. Like it sounds cliche to say it's changed lives, but it 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 has like in this two examples we used it totally changed how they were living their life some of their again options for the future and and it's really rewarding to see that from our perspective yeah and it and i'll add one more word to that and that is the contentment mm -hmm. you know everybody wants to be happy but ultimately you want to be content in in your lifestyle where you're at in life where you're progressing to Contentment actually is the ultimate goal. And, and that's the test I will ask some people. Are you content with where you're at? And if they're not content, then, okay, what changes do we need to make? But if, when they say, I'm very content with what we've worked on here, what we've accomplished, how we've talked about, talked it through, worked it all out, that's, that's what I'm aiming for, is that word content. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to Your Life and Money. We hope you found this episode informative and inspiring. If you have any questions or feedback, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at advice-first.ca. Remember, financial planning is about more than just money. It's about living the life you want. So take some time to reflect on your goals and priorities and let us help you create a plan that aligns with your vision for the future. We'll be back with more stories, insights, and strategies to help you get the most out of your money and your life. Until then, take care and keep planning for the life you deserve. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.